This episode of the Creative Home Podcast is brought to you by the Staging Toolkit. Real estate agents, and more specifically, seller's agents. Are you helping your clients stage their home? If so, then maybe you have a few questions. You're probably raiding your own home and removing things you can use in your client's home, and now your house looks bare, am I right? Maybe you want to have your own small staging inventory, but aren't sure what to get. Or you have the accessories, but aren't sure how to set them up right. If this is you, then let me introduce you to the Staging Toolkit. The Staging Toolkit is full of diagrams and cheat sheets on how to set up the accessories in your home, whether it's the home office, mantle, or coffee table. Using what you have in your inventory, gather all the accessories as shown in the diagrams and make your client's home look like it came from a magazine. That way you know exactly what to do and do it at your own pace. If this is something that you need right now, head over to my website, bluediamondstaginganddesign.com forward slash staging toolkit, all one word, and get your staging toolkit now. Stop feeling jealous of all those other real estate agents who stage their clients' homes and make it look so easy. Get the confidence you need and stop guessing which accessories to use with the staging toolkit. So if you want to make your house appeal to more buyers, get this toolkit. If you want buyers to flock to your home and make offers, or if you just want to get the best and highest offer on your client's home, check out the staging toolkit by making it look like it came off a magazine cover. Download the staging toolkit today and transform your home into something that buyers will love and make offers to buy your client's home. So we're almost at the end of the year. Oh my gosh, I can't believe this. When this podcast is released, um, this is going to be my last one for 2021. Can you believe it? Oh my gosh, this year has flown by so quickly. There were parts that were really slow, and then all of a sudden we're like on fast forward here. Does that always that how that happens? It seems like it year by year. So I just wanted to share with you guys, while I will be taking a break for the next two weeks to spend time with family and hang out and do lots of baking and getting ready for the holidays and stuff, I'm still going to be thinking about things on how I can help you get your house sold and get it ready, especially for the spring real estate market, because that's coming up soon. I know you're thinking, but it's just Christmas. Well, yeah, but then it becomes January, then February, and then you realize, oh my gosh, I need to do stuff. So I'm still going to give you information, especially today, about getting your house ready to sell, okay? But I hope you enjoy the next few weeks, time off with family and friends, and then there are going to be some of you that don't want to spend time with family and friends and just need to get away and get some stuff done. If that's you, then this is probably going to be a good episode to help you get your house ready. And if it's not this episode, then maybe some previous episodes, go through them, help you figure out how to stage a bathroom, a bedroom, a dining room, a living room, all sorts of different ones. There's many out there. So take a listen to some of those episodes to help you get ready. But today... For this week, we're going to talk about how do you stage your home when you're empty nesters. Now, there are different reasons to move out from your current home, a new job or a growing family, but there are those whose family is getting smaller, and I'm talking about empty nesters. Some empty nesters have houses that are just too difficult to maintain, and they realize they need to downsize. The empty nesters have transformed their kids' rooms into offices and other spaces 
because the adult kids aren't living there anymore. So when it comes time to sell, how should empty nesters stage their home? Let's get into things you can do to help sell your home. Hi, it's Kasha McDaniel, and I am a home stager decorator, and you're listening to the Creative Home Podcast, where I talk about staging and decorating and all things associated with your home. So take a listen. So empty nesters, <laughs> my sister who is younger than me by four years is an empty nester and she is barely over 40 years old. Some of you may think that empty nesters are in their 50s or 60s, but that's not always true. But if you are thinking of downsizing your home, then you need to keep the following six things in mind to help you sell your home. Starting with number one, the moving mindset. You definitely have to think that this will no longer be your home and you have to remove the emotion from it. Stop thinking of it as your house and think of it or see it through the eyes of the buyer. Are they going to live with the broken step or the garage door that doesn't work right? You have to look at your home with a critical eye and take the emotion out of it. Selling a house is a business transaction and it's hard for older empty nesters to understand that. Number two, understand buyer's needs. Is your home a large 2,500, 3,000 square foot house with three to four bedrooms, bonus room, and a backyard? Buyers with families will be looking at that home for their growing family. So just because your family grew up and moved out doesn't mean your home should not reflect that, that it's for a family and not for a house for two. Don't think a family will buy your house because of acreage and grass maintenance. I had this discussion with my father-in-law who has 10 acres and cuts his grass twice a week. Yes, twice a week. He's got that much grass to cut, but then again, he's retired. He doesn't have anything else to do, right? He doesn't think a family would buy his house because of the yard work, but we told him that the family wouldn't be cutting it personally, but will probably hire out a lawn service instead. You would have thought I, you know, killed somebody. He was so shocked. He thought we were nuts to think that way. But it's true. Older generations are used to cutting costs and saving pennies, but not so when it comes to the younger generation. Sure, they want to save a buck too, but not in the same way. And if grass is something that they want to have for their family or the acreage, you know what? That's for them to decide, not for you. So you have to understand the buyer's needs. Number three, revert bedrooms back into bedrooms. Buyers will look for bedrooms if you have three to four of them, but yet maybe you change them into a gym, an office, and a craft room. Maybe have you kept a crib for future grandchildren? This is a great time to use it and create a nursery. That's one of the things you have to turn back into a bedroom. Put the beds back in there. Do you need help with what to do with the room? I do offer one room staging consult called the Staging Snapshot. All you do is send me pictures of the room and I will respond with a recommended furniture layout, items to add or remove, and wall color options if needed. It's as simple as an email with pictures and I'll leave a link in the show notes to my Staging Snapshot service. So turn those bedrooms back into bedrooms because buyers have a hard time imagining the space as anything different than what you show them. So show them that a twin bed fits in there or a queen or 
whatever mattresses you have that you can put back in there. Number four, your house is not a museum, nor a art studio or a plant haven. There shouldn't be plastic on the couches or doilies. It shouldn't look like grandma's house. You know what I mean? <laughs> I saw a house that had wonderful paintings displayed in a Carolina room. And if you're from North or South Carolina, you know what I mean, that a Carolina room is one of those three-season rooms, maybe even a four-season room, um, where it has windows, uh, lots of light. Um, that was probably a porch and then converted. That's a Carolina room. Probably have a Florida room too, and other places have it named after them too. But you know what I mean, okay? So this Carolina room had easels that could easily be knocked over by kids running through the house when you have that open house. So remove those treasures and start packing them away because again, your house is not a museum. The sooner you get into the mindset of moving, see number one that we just talked about, the better off you will be to move out. All right. Number five, you probably need some updates if you're living in a home a long time, okay? If you haven't changed anything to five to seven years, like your wall color, is it yellow or red? Mm-hmm, yeah. Those are signs that an older generation lives here and the younger generation won't want that wall color. But you say, well, that's for them to decide and change. Yes, you are right. But most of them don't want to do the job of painting they are lazy and will not step foot into the house if it's outdated and has wall colors that don't show the house is ready to move in. So you got to make it easy for them, make it so that they can put an offer on the house. The buyers, if they don't see all those changes that they have to make, they will offer less for the house because their to-do list is growing and they have to spend money to update it. So if you paint it, it will most likely cost less than what they think it will be and reflect it in their offer, okay? Maybe you need to update your bathroom, right? Maybe it needs to be refreshed. I have a blog post called 10 Bathroom Staging Updates for Under $100 of things you can do to update it without major renovation. I'll leave the link for that for you guys as well. We did some master bath updates for less than $2,000, which included new countertops, granite countertops, sinks, and faucets versus a whole bathroom renovation of $60,000. Yep, you heard that right, $2,000 versus $60,000. Yeah, we weren't going to get our money back on that $60,000 reno if we did that. So that bathroom reno helped us sell our house in four days and above asking price. So again, take a look at that blog post, 10 bathroom staging updates for under $100 of things that you can do, okay? And then lastly, number six, remove family photos. I know you probably have many, many pictures of your kids, your grandkids, maybe even great-great-grandkids. If you have a wall of family photos in your dining room, hallway, or living room, now is the time to remove them. Yeah, mm-hmm. You're probably asking yourself, well, why? That's, you know, again, it's back to the moving mindset. You need to think of it as not your house anymore. It needs to be depersonalized, meaning you take out anything personal that is your, reflects your style in the house. I know it's against all decorating 
knowledge, things that you've learned throughout your life, but when it comes to staging, it's depersonalizing it, okay? We're trying to make it to appeal to a greater audience. And by removing those family photos, number one, that helps depersonalize it, okay? Even if you have fun family pictures, you know, those kinds of travel photos, start taking them all down, start packing them up, okay? Do you have marks on the walls, maybe for the annual heights that my parents did when I was growing up? You know what I mean, in the, in the doorways and things like that. Yes, it's going to hurt you. Yes, you're going to have to paint over it, okay, or erase it or, or something, clean them off. Yep, mm-hmm, yeah, those two, all right. I had one um, lady when I was doing a seminar, when I was doing them face-to-face, um, she asked about a family tree that she had painted on the dining room wall. And she was worried about, well, should I just take it down? I really don't think that it really needs to come down. And you know what that means? She's not ready to move. She's not. Uh, because if you're not ready to take those photos down, it's not like you're taking away the memory. It's coming with you. All those photos are going with you. So it's just to help you sell your house, okay? They're not going away forever, they will be coming with you. So don't be afraid of taking that down, okay? Again, you gotta think of it as a business transaction. See, note number one, (laughs) okay? So again, if you're not sure if you've done enough, send me some pictures and I will give you staging advice for that one room using my staging snapshot service, okay? These are just a few things you can do to get your house ready to sell. However, for empty nesters, this is going to be an especially hard transition if you've lived in the home for a long period of time. Some of you may have not heard of home staging until a real estate agent mentioned it. You may not think you need to do anything, but you really do. And with this hot market, I know you're all thinking, well, it's a hot market, I'll get it sold real quick. There was one real estate agent friend of mine who, when she um, was trying to sell, help a client sell a townhome, she helped them get, get it staged. And there was a similar townhome just down the, uh, down the way, about four or five doors down, that was not staged, okay? Similar layout and everything. The, my client, uh, this real estate agent got her client's house sold, I wanna say in like a day or two. The other townhome sold finally 35 days later. Yeah, that's a whole month later than what you could have done. You could have been in, you know, in closing, gotten all that taken care of, been moving out. Why wait? Just get it done. Get it ready to go, okay? So take the time to get it ready so that you can enjoy life and create new memories in your new home. And if you need personalized staging advice, take advantage of my staging snapshot service or message me on Facebook or Instagram at Blue Diamond Staging and Design. Thanks for listening, you guys. I hope you have a great week. Take care. If you love this episode, please share it with family and friends, and I would love to get your feedback. One listener said, I used Kasha's Creative Home Podcast as my main guide for how to stage our home. If that sounds like you, please consider rating and reviewing my podcast. This helps me support more people to help them sell their home or decorate their new one. Click and scroll to the bottom, tap to rate with five stars, and select write a review. Also, if you haven't done so already, follow the podcast. That way you don't miss a single episode.